What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Episode 25. We are live. Chris, how are you? Well. Good. Good to hear. How are you, David? Not going to say it. Not going to say it. No weather talk today. Not talking about it. Does that constitute? Nope. Doesn't constitute. And maybe we didn't not talk about it, but it's a great week. It's a great week to be good. What's been the highlight of the last week for you? The highlight of the last week? Yep. Um, that's a good question. I will say back at home, the dog is getting trained. She's doing better. Okay. Is that you're doing or is that Alyssa's doing? uh, A lot of it's Alyssa's doing. Um, but I will say I have been home with her Mm -hmm. during the days and she's, she's been getting good. She's good. Okay. So I would say that's probably a decent highlight. Are you the good cop or the bad cop? I'm definitely the good cop. I am definitely the good cop. When it comes to stuff like, we're trying to kettle tra- kennel train her, mm-hmm. but I let her sleep in the bed when Alyssa's gone, mm. so it kind of defeats the purpose. Which is actually quite frequently. Uh, very frequently. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just different. It's different. Okay. But I don't know. Alyssa's great. But I mean, we go to a trainer, so it's great. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Alyssa's great. Yeah, she's great. So, okay. She's a great trainer. She's good at what she does. So. <laughs> I will say the hardest part about the dog is her teeth are so freaking sharp that. She has ripped through like three toys, just oh. destroyed them, and then what? She, and her beds, and what she does is she chomps them, so then she can eat like the little fuzz that's on the inside. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's tasty. Yeah, I, I guess. I just worry she's gonna choke. But what about you? Highlight of the week? Go. Highlight of the week was, um, tavern on France friends dinner on Friday. I had some company. Wow, yeah, there it is. Okay. Yep, that was the highlight. Yeah. Could be happening again for Valentine's Day, but that's a TBD. That's a Wednesday. That I'm just saying, though, that's a TBD. That's Who's okay. going there? Well, that well, there's been a, there's been rumors going around that some of our misses are out of town, so we might as well just make it a boys' night. Oh yeah! All right, let's go. It's always a good spot. Alrighty, well, enough of that talk. Let's uh, jump into Minnesota Minute. Minnesota Minute. Timberwolves currently thirty-five and fifteen, playing very good basketball. They are playing the Bulls tonight, Tuesday. Then they play the Bucks and the Clippers coming up. Wild pick back up. They took a little break for the All Star game this past weekend. They faced the Blackhawks and the Penguins. Minnesota Gophers with a huge win over Northwestern last weekend. They are playing Michigan State live tonight. And then Minnesota women's hockey lost to Toronto, unfortunately, but they're playing Ottawa on Wednesday. So there it is. There we go. There it is. All righty. Well, round table here. I'm going to start NBA. Okay. Uh, They announced the all-star coaches. Oh, I saw this. I did see this. And the Wolves are in. Yep, Finch is in. Yep. Also kind of a cool story on top of that. You might be getting to this, but... Pretty cool that Doc Rivers apparently got selected, but he's like... Why is that pretty cool? No, the story is he's giving the money and the giving the fame to the old coach. Oh, that's cool. Yes. No, I don't think it's cool. He's been coaching for two games, and they've lost one of the games. Yeah, it's an odd uh, situation. Do you know why the Bucks uh, coaches are the coaches, even though they're second place in the East? I do not know. What's the rationale? So the Celtics are in first place. Okay. Uh, but you are not allowed to coach the All-Star game two years in a row. Oh, and they were last year. So the Celtics coaches were the coaches of the All-Star game last year. Got it. So even though they're in first place now, it just drops down to whoever's in second place, which so you must is get, the Bucks. So you must get like money or something. Correct. Yes, you do. So that's kind of crazy, though. So they're the Celtics sh- guys should be getting the money, but they're not. They got it last year. Last year, I guess, yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah, so I think it's kind of a cool gesture from... I think it is a good gesture. Doc, I mean... I mean, he was consulting them anyways. But right. I think the bigger story is the, is the Wolves coaches are coaching the All-Star game. I mean, if you would have pulled 100,000 people, you might have had 50 total that would have said that they had a chance to coach the All-Star game, having right. the best record in the West at the All-Star break. I'd probably say less. Just yeah. the diehards. A hundred thousand people. Well, okay. That's what I said. Oh, more than fifty then. I thought you said a hundred I thought you said a thousand I thought you said a hundred people. A hundred thousand people. You oh, might okay. have found fifty that would have said the Wolves coaches and staff would have been coaching the all star game. Yeah. 
So it's pretty much just whoever's in first place. Whoever's in first place, as long as they didn't coach last year. Okay. So it's pretty cool. I mean, I think. How many wolves are in it? Two. Ant and. Ant and cat. Ant and cat. Yep. And I think that is. uh, That's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, you it's it would be very hard to rationalize only having uh, one player on the best team in the Western Conference. I think that that would be a very hard rationale to make. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. So. That's pretty cool. What is that, next weekend? That is next weekend. Not this coming weekend, but next weekend, yes. Okay. I saw Jalen Brown might do uh, the dunk contest. So that's pretty cool. I yeah, guess. I mean, do you want to do you want to just jump into All Star talk right now? We can do that. So uh, apparently, word on the street it hasn't been fu- fully announced. It might be announced by the time uh, the episode is out. But apparently, the uh, the slam dunk contestants are going to be potentially word on the street: Jalen Brown, Mac McClung. Yeah, he's back, isn't he? Uh, he won it last year. He did win it last year. Yep. Uh, you have um, Toppin, okay. Jacob Toppin. Oh, I, oh. Jacob Toppin. Yep. He's in the G League. Um, and then the other one is, I can't remember the fourth <laughs> one. I believe it's two NBA guys, two G League guys. So Jacob Toppin and Mac McClung are in the G League, and then you have Jalen Brown and somebody else. And Jalen Brown still. Potential, right? Potential, yes. Just, that's just word on the street. Um, Shams uh, announced that... Jaime Jaquez. Yes, Jaime Jaquez. That was the other one. Okay. So... Interesting. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't... I mean, you think about it, though, for, like... So, if you win the dunk contest, you obviously win money. Correct. So, like, for these G League guys, they're probably playing a lot more... Yeah, it's great for them. Jalen Brown just got paid, paid, so it's like, yeah... I think that that would be more of him just doing it to say that he's doing it to have he's a reason. Done it. Yeah, he's already gonna be there. Um, so go have some fun. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then you got uh, Steph and Sabrina Ionescu uh, doing a little three-point contest. Yeah, that could get interesting. Could get interesting. Yeah. The highest score versus the best shooter of all time. Right. So. That could uh, be fun to watch. The other thing. Who's um, in a three-point contest? Are they doing a three-point? Uh, you might have to look that up because I can't remember the potential names. They haven't announced all the people that are in it. They'll probably get announced this yet, week, right? Probably. Probably this weekend. Um, but uh, the Lillard, other. Lillard, Bronson, Markinen, Beasley, yeah, I saw and Mark. Albert. I saw Markinen. Okay. Uh, the other thing that I thought would, would is going to be cool is for the three-point contest, the slam dunk contest, the celeb game, and the skills competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have like LED lighting on the court. Oh, I did see that. That's, so so that it'll actually during the actual game? Not during the actual uh, all-star game. Okay. But during the other parts of the weekend. So like the celeb game on Friday. Got it. The skills stuff on Saturday will all have this LED lighting on the court. Yeah. So it'll give like an interactive experience. Right? Yeah, it'll give stats. It'll probably give like in the three-point contest, I would assume like it'll show like what their numbers they're at. Yeah. Um, Dunk contest will probably just say the number that they give them. Yeah, I don't really know exactly, but like, I mean, that's a way that maybe a contestant in the dunk contest like incorporates into their dunk. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, So is it actually like, like if you're on the court, can you see it below you, or is it strictly just like televised? Like my thought was, I thought I guess I didn't look too much, but it was like, I thought it was something that like it was just strictly television. Like we can see it at home. Like, I don't, you know how it's just something. Like I'm that. not sure. Yeah. I I know that like I've seen it before in the uh, like the warm up hype video type of thing right before the announcement or the the lineups. Yeah, they've done it there for the. I think they've done it, uh, and I've seen it like at excuse me at a Wolves game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they I've seen it there, and then also I feel like it, for the. Uh, at the majority of hockey games, they do it too. 
Yeah. I don't know why that's in my head. It's not like I'm watching a ton of hockey games, but like, yeah, I always that's in my head. Games, it was just like the visual, like online, because or on the TV they can show like time on ice, like when you mm-hmm. actually go to the game. Yeah. Like all the sponsorships that change around the outside oh. aren't like actually changing. It's just who like, was I watching? But that'd be crazy if they can do that stuff live. No, um, I was watching uh on FS1 this weekend. I was watching a game, a college basketball game, um. I cannot remember who was playing, um, but as the ball was being passed around, mm-hmm. they had the last name of the player that had the ball underneath. Oh, um, I think it was a, it was a Big East game. Okay, um, I can't remember who was playing, but like they would have the name, the last name of the player that had the ball, and then. Um, for some of them, depending on if they'd scored or not, then the, it would say like eight points. Yeah, I mean, and I've that seen... was happening like in real time as the ball was being passed around. It would go over there, and it was like Davis, and then it would be passed over, and then it would be Johnson, and then Johnson has eight points, so it listed that underneath. It was yeah. actually kind of cool. Yeah, especially for, for hockey. especially for teams that I have no idea who the guys are. Yeah, it's like this is helpful because now I can actually like. If I've seen a guy's name and like have heard that, oh, that's their best player, then I'll know. Oh yeah. Oh, it was Memphis. Uh, Memphis was playing um, somebody. So that has to be TV. I think it was because the only station, which is so odd, but the only station that I've seen do that is FS1 of all stations. I feel like there has to be like other stations should be far enough along where they can do that too. Right. It's so weird that it's FS one. That is the one that I've seen that on. That's yeah. the only place I've seen it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what the all-star game is. I mean, I know watching some hockey games on TV, like once they come to like the big playoff ones, they do it where it's like, they show a guy's time on ice and then yeah. they show. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's all TV wise. I mean, that would be trippy if it's live. Like yeah. if you're playing and there's LED shit going on below you, yeah, that'd be kind of trippy. But I think if they, you're doing it for a celebrity all-star game, like who cares? They could do that for the three-point contest, like 100%. have it right below you. You could do it for the events, but an actual live game would be pretty tough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. All right, what do you got? You got anything else? Uh, on the table? Yeah, NCAA basketball. I want to get your thought on this. Okay, this is strictly Gophers. Okay, I was watching the game against. Oh, North we should have started with this. Well, this is. Uh, All right. Anyways, continue. Yeah, we'll go back to whatever. But Gopher basketball mm-hmm. they're up by three points in the fourth quarter okay yeah oh yeah so i was in the car watching it and so they uh the other team northwestern gets the ball there's mm-hmm. 20 seconds left out of a timeout within two seconds of getting the ball in bounds we follow we follow them mm-hmm. so they have two shots yeah because they, they are in the double bonus correct 18 mm-hmm. yeah 18 seconds left yeah the next play he makes one uh-huh misses one the next play, we throw it to our guy, and it goes off his leg and goes out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. Then again, we follow the same guy. Not on purpose this time, but just mm-hmm. when he went to a shot. He makes both. He goes to overtime. If you're up three points, your team is whack and can never get the ball in bounds when there's pressure on you. Do you mm-hmm. foul? Uh, it's not the strategy that I would use. Right. That, I'm thinking, I'm sitting here, I'm like, that seems like it's like just overcoaching. That's uh, bad coaching. I mean, I'm sorry. Make him make the three. I didn't... Uh, so I was in the car at this point, and yeah. I was just listening to it. So I didn't actually see this play, but uh, I was hearing uh, Kelly commentate us through it. Yeah, and it uh, it's not a strategy that I would use for a few reasons. One, they're in the double bonus, so you get two shots no matter what. Can I preface something too? The guy yes. we followed is an eighty-seven percent free throw shooter. Yeah, one of the best in the Big Ten. Granted, he missed one. One of the best mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. Yes, that's not ideal. So they're in the double bonus, so they get two shots no matter what. Chances are they're probably going to make it based off of what David just said. Odds, statistics. Uh, number two, the guy fouling. And granted, I don't know if anybody came out and said, like, yeah, that was the strategy. We were trying to foul. But it what, did it look like they were actually trying to foul? Yes. Okay. Okay, so it was one of those. I'll, I'll give you the preface. Yeah. That's what I was watching. Kind of describe the. So scene. they pass it in from the side. Uh-huh. Pass it into the guy. The guy up takes, by half court. Uh, like a little bit on their own side. Okay. So okay. like they still have to, there's 20 seconds. Coach's box. To left. Back court. Yep. Gotcha. Back court. They pass it in and legitimately he takes two dribbles and our guy like sticks his arm and grabs him. 
Okay. So it wasn't like he was going for a steal. So it was on purpose. Yeah, it was on okay. purpose, but the worst gotcha. part was after he followed him, he looked over and he was like, and it was like, the bro just smacked him. And he was yeah. like, I didn't follow him. I was like, yes, you did. Yeah. Like it was clear as day. You can hear it on the TV. And why even come that close? Make him go the whole court. Yeah. Okay. So my uh, a, couple, a couple of thoughts. <laughs> uh, one, not good considering they're in the double bonus. So they get two shots. Chances are they're going to go in. Number two, uh, there was enough time where it doesn't like pretty much mean where all you have to do is grab the rebound and they have to automatically miss the second shot Mm -hmm. like there's plenty of time where a lot of things can happen um where you wouldn't want to just give them two points uh number three the guy fouling uh their guy is our most important player probably uh it was uh like hawkins it was elijah hawkins oh was it yes who i would probably say is our most important player Right? I mean, he's up there for sure. Yeah. Top two. Top yeah. two. Uh, that was his fourth foul, and he ended up fouling out in overtime. Uh, and it just No, wait, it wasn't him. It was who's Yes, it was. No, yes, no, it was. No, yes, it was. No, I'll show you. It was the guy. Look it up, because I'm almost positive that it was. It was... Uh, no, because he's our point guard guy. I'm pretty Correct. sure it was the guy... Uh, who's the transfer kid? Elijah Hawkins is a transfer. Not him, though. He's... Uh, Mike Mitchell is probably who you're talking about, but... Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's him. No, I'll show you. No, but no, keep no. going. Keep going. It doesn't uh, matter who. I mean, at the reality, it doesn't matter. I mean, why? You have, you have two seconds came off the clock. Your yeah, team you, you struggles. Gotta, you got to let more time go off. You got to let more time go off. Oh, my God. I was like, I actually legitimately, that was one of the first few games I've like actually watched. And granted, they won in overtime. Okay. But, like, if you would have lost that game. Bad, bad. Holy moly. Yeah. So, I just want to get your take. You're a coach. Former coach, I guess. Um. Oh yeah, Elijah Hawkins. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That was the other foul. Oh, there was another one. So yeah, he had two fouls right then. Yes. This was the one. I'm pretty sure. No, he fouled out right away in overtime. Okay. But yeah. Oh, so, so that- he was at two. He had two fouls in the last 20 seconds of regulation. And this foul made no sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. I don't know. My thought. I was like watching. I was like, that's really bad coaching. If that was the plan. And based off of everything that we're going off of, it looked like it was the plan. Yeah, because why are you reaching in? He's what is that? Isn't that the first rule I teach you? He's ninety feet from the basket. Yeah, you got a lot more time to go off. I don't think there's ninety feet in the whole basket, but you got what I was saying. Yeah, so wild. I was pissed. Yeah. Granted, they won, so okay. But what else you got? got? That's all I got. All right, love it. I mean, I'll, we I have something for the NFL, but we'll talk that soon. We'll yes, we will. Long. All right, we're moving on to seltzers we're then. Try these part out. two. Yeah, part two. Spindrift, not great to start, so we're gonna try this one. Uh, we have our first flavor is lime. But our expectations are back up because we're, they'll always be there. Lime, and then uh, pineapple. Was pineapple the one we had? That's the one. Yep. Okay, so we'll orange see. with the blue. Yep. But so, so the one can I actually saw also that give, give the people a show. This is this, this what it looks can. like. Yep. This is also what the lime one looks the exact same. It just has green. This one has alcohol. Winky face. That's what it says. <laughs> Both of them are unsweetened. Okay. Got nothing to them. They're good for you. And so we're going to try them out. No sugar. All right. Here we go. What was Spindrift the ones uh, that your guy Tony gave you? That's right. That's, right. That's the one right there. What is that? What the heck? What happened there? Did you shake them? No, I don't think so. That was so weird. This one looks way... Is it just because they're... No, I don't know what happened there. We might need to get... uh... Oh, now they look the same. No, they do not. I think it's the shadow. No, this one looks way lighter. Way lighter. That is really weird. What were you going to say? You were going to comment on my glasses? glasses? It seems like we always have something going on with these glasses. I, d- I checked. I checked the glasses. Okay. It all started with that uh, the peanut when we had rocks. It's when, I, it's when I started eating PB&Js again. Yeah. I mean, even look at those. The left one's way cloudier. I know what you're trying uh, to... No, no, no. I know what you're doing is... 
you pour the first half in one glass and then the yeah, second. Yeah, but I mixed this, these. Look, these are way more similar. These are way more similar. Way more similar, definitely. I agree. But like, this is not even close. This is like, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go a little extreme here, but this is like well hydrated. This is like if you need to mix in a water. It's like. So uh, which one do you want? You want the? I don't know. I was gonna ask you. You take whichever one you want, but I smell. I mean, this is really weird. I don't know, Doc. Sorry. I I mean, uh, hold them our, hold them up for the this camera. This is our last episode. I'm sorry. Look at the difference between those. Yeah. Kind of crazy. That should not happen. I agree. And, uh, and when did you buy these? this pack? Uh, this was just last week. Yeah, literally one week. I mean, they can't be from expired. Does seltzers expire? Apparently beer does, so I would assume seltzers well, I know. Do. Well, beers. But even so, you literally bought them from the store last week. Best Buy 727-2024. What's that? July? Yes. So they should be fine. Wow. Well, beer goes flat. That's shocking. I don't yeah. So which one are we starting with? Uh, this is the pineapple. That's on you want to go with. I mean, uh, I'll, in our defense, the other two look very similar now that they've cooled off. I mean, they're very similar. These two. This is like. This they're is, starting to get there. Not mm, really. No, I don't think they're gonna get there. Man, oh man. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Did you want to try you, this one? Uh, not really. But I will. You can try that one if you want. To be honest, they taste the same. They taste the same to me. Mm. Taste. I mean, they have a decent, strong pineapple taste. If anything, that one might be a little bit stronger. Stronger, yeah. Yeah. This one might be a little. Which bit Which would make sense because you would think that a, a darker deeper color, color yeah. would give you more flavor. Which is wild. Yeah, man. Do you just are you supposed to shake them? No. no. You. Yeah, you shouldn't like even mix them. Stir it or whatever. That's crazy. I guess uh, we'll have to look at um, the other. Well, I don't remember it doing that last time because that's the one that we tried last time. That was Tony's. Probably, that was Tony's. I mean, that had to have been. That was probably two years ago. This was one of our first few, yeah, because Tony left. This was one episode, like early on. Early, early. Yeah, so no, I don't know what to tell you. Guess I don't have anything to tell you. It's a stronger, uh, stronger pineapple. What? It's five. Five what? Five. Just think about five. So it's good. Oh. Uh, it's a stronger pineapple than um, I remember. Well, and I, I will say this: this flavor, the pineapple, is a lot stronger than the other two last week. Yeah, this one is easily the best one so far, in my opinion. So I think it's pretty good. I mean, I, I clear as day can tell it's pineapple. Mm-hmm. So, what are you giving it? I'm gonna give it a six three. I think it's pretty good. I think it's solid. I think it's a huge bump up from the other ones. But like I said, I, I'm not usually a huge pineapple guy, but mm-hmm. the flavor is there. Yeah. So I, like I am also giving it a six three. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. Look at us. Uh, for the reasons that we said. I mean. If you think back to last week, uh, you gave both of them a four one. Yeah, they were both. I high. gave four six four eight. So this is a huge step up, yeah. and I'm not exactly sure what they're doing with this one versus the la- the last two. But if whatever it, it is, if, they need to do it back if to it's the the layering in the can, whatever they're doing here, they got to replicate that for the rest of them because this is easily the best one. Yeah, I think it's solid. So good job. All right. Way to come back. Come back. Good job. So now we got lime. We got lime. I actually, uh, is this the only unsweetened one? Is that other one unsweetened? No, the other one's unsweetened too. Okay. They both sound sweet. I will say this. It smells good. Oh, wow. That's different. This one is almost tasting like a sour. Yeah, that's different though. Right when it hits your lips, the lime just spreads hmm. out and it's got a lot more carbonation though, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know uh, how you ordered them, but these two are significantly better than the other two yeah. that I mean, we had. To be 100% honest with you, I just took them out of the pack. Okay. You know, in a row, I didn't. I didn't. Then I put them in there, and once that was that. 
But this yeah. is good. This is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. This tastes like a... Um, yeah, kind of a similar to a sour. Also kind of similar to like a... Uh, like kind of like a Sprite vibe in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Which would make sense. Lemon lime. Or what is it? What is it called? Starry? Mm-hmm. So... Starry. Starry. I didn't. I don't ever remember uh, hearing why they had to change the name. I thought Sprite was a pretty good name. Yeah, it was a great name. Might have lost it. Yeah, I don't know. But I think this one. <laughs> let me let me get another little taste. A little sip-a-roo. sip 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 All right. Yeah, I'll say six five on this one. I think this one's the best one in the pack. Um, like I said, it just has a lot more flavor and like, I mean, my first sip once it hit my tongue, I was like, wow, that is really good. Mm-hmm. And it's got a lot of flavor. Sure, the carbonation's a little bit there, but you still have a lot of flavor. Yep. So significant jump from last week to this week. It's a significant improvement. I also agree with that. I'm gonna give it a seven one. Seven one. Yep. That might be one of the highest. So highest of the pack for sure. Yeah. Uh, and also the uh, highest one of the day. So I think it's, uh, I think the flavor, it's light. It's easy. I like the flavor. I like the taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Do you remember if the other two were unsweetened? Solid. I don't know. I would assume so. Yeah, you think that wouldn't make sense for them to uh, not be. Yeah, that'd be weird to have two sweetened and two unsweetened right. in fine. a pack in yeah. the same pack. So, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. But... All right, well, it was a great ending to the pack. Yeah, we so had... if, you, if you have to pick two, pick these two. These two. I'm which ones are those? Uh, we got pineapple and lime. Pineapple and lime. Pick those versus what Pick were the other those, ones? Uh, the other ones were. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> ass and ass. That's ass, what that was. Ass and more ass. Uh, yeah, these two significant improvements in the scores. We were in the sixes and the sevens for these. We were in the fours for the other two. So that's all you need to know. Uh, and that's what we're going to call a uh, review here. A review. I'm trying to see what the other one you don't even need to know. Just give them back. Yeah, literally. You oh, can so they actually have other ones too. So give they have the, a give those back. six away. Grapefruit, lemon, passion orange guava, and blood orange tangerine. Hmm. That just tells me that they're trying to do too much. But <laughs> anyways, yeah. there you have it. Gotta make money, baby. Alrighty, we're moving on. Yeah, what are we talking about first? We're going to start with college basketball and then we're going to end with super bowl preview yeah college basketball is kind of i mean we say it every week and i know that but like college basketball is just getting crazier and crazier. college basketball is heating up it is heating up and what's crazy is every game seems like like every single saturday mm-hmm. there's more upsets than ever uh what than ever no more upsets okay but like i'm upsets. saying like it just feels like every single time like i look on saturdays or there's saturday's games like the teams that are like should be winning are either losing at halftime or the games within two or three. And then mm-hmm. you have teams where, like, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of good matchups this past weekend. This last Saturday was just elite matchups across yeah. the board. I mean, I think it really helps when you bring a team like Houston and actually have them play good teams. It should create good matchups. Granted, they got smoked by uh, Kansas, but. Besides that, I mean, that's going to create good matchups across the board. Yeah, typically uh, they get towards this time of the season, and I feel like like they try and schedule uh, specific teams during specific weeks. I mean, college football has the rivalry week where it's like, what is it, the last week of the regular season where you play your rival. Minnesota always plays Wisconsin that week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia always plays Georgia Tech, so on and so on. Alabama and Auburn. Like, you have your rival team that you always play at the end of the year for college football. It's similar in basketball where they have rivalry week 
uh, it's coming uh, like it's in February, right? But typically, if you're playing your whole conference two times, mm -hmm. then right around this time is when you'll also play either that team or another uh, strong opponent. Right. So I feel like that probably played into having a day where it was literally three what was it three games of top 10 teams yeah like games, three yeah. games with both teams in the top 10 i think i was what i can't remember uh it was the uh let's see which which game was it i was watching um a little bit of the kansas houston game i had that one on and uh they said how long it's been since they had three games with both in teams the in the top 10. Yeah. And I want to say they said it was like 25 years That's where same day, three separate games, both teams in the top 10 were playing, yeah, which is awesome. I mean, that, yeah. those are the best games to watch because both teams have such high expectations. And I mean, it's funny because almost all of them, but all almost all of them, the home team won. Kansas, even though they were ranked a little bit below Houston, they won at home. North Carolina won at home. Just the Tennessee was the only one that won at Kentucky. And I will say too, what's crazy or about what's crazy about that also is like, you look at the scores and all the games were almost double digit wins. But I mean, just from watching the Kansas Houston game though, like Kansas controlled that game literally from the get go, mm -hmm. from the jump ball. They were and they were hot. They came out hot and then. Houston just didn't have an answer. But I think what's so crazy about this is like this roster or this uh, realignment of these teams or these new conferences and stuff. Like it's making everything just more competitive. Like every night there's games where in a conference they have uh, matchups within top 25 teams mm -hmm. every single week. I mean, and it's crazy, but it's also just like it's great for basketball. And even these games where it's like just speaking live. You have a team in North Carolina who's number three, who's lost one time in the conference, ten and one. They're about to lose to Clemson, who's four and six. Mm -hmm. And North Carolina was at home. Yeah, that that's the more shocking uh, game. Hundred percent. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like you look at some of these games, like Texas Tech losing at home to Cincinnati. You have. Um, well, that's like when Iowa State hosted Kansas, and Iowa State was favorited by three and a half or so. At home. Because it was at home. They yeah. weren't even ranked at the time. Right. And Kansas was ranked in the top five. They go into Iowa State and Iowa State's favorited. Well, what do you know? Iowa State won. So Yeah, I just think it's crazy. I mean, I think we've talked about this too in the past too, like with college football is the same way. Mm -hmm. Especially in college, like having the games at home and teams will tell you this probably or people will probably tell you all the time. You have to win those games at home. Correct. Because going if you're on the road, especially a, if you're in college, a halfway it's hard. decent yeah, team, it's hard. You have to it's win at hard. home. And so, I mean, anything can happen. I mean, you look at like we're speaking North Carolina. You have Duke come in, you handle them very easily. Then you have a Clemson team, and maybe it's like you're watching, you're looking at these teams, and obviously the Duke rivalry is a lot more. Mm -hmm. But you can't take any of these games off. I mean, all these teams are really good. So, I don't know. It's it's exciting basketball. It's fun. It's I think it helps uh, because, I mean, so you think about it, uh, throughout the week, there's a few, like, kind of standalone games mm -hmm. as a top 25 team is playing another team in their conference. Um, it's a little bit more uh, separated into, like, Wednesday is a secondary day, mm -hmm. a few separated throughout the rest of the days, and then Saturday, it's like everybody's playing. Yeah. Except the Big Ten. The Big Ten is like Sunday. Big Ten usually plays on Sunday. Yeah, um, I'll agree to that, though. Sat that's what makes Saturday fun, though. And it's but, usually not even the games that night. It's like the games that start at like 11 o'clock. Yeah, it's throughout the day. And I think it helps, too, because, I mean, we've said it before. There's so many games in the NBA that turn into blowouts. 100%. And so that has happened. And when like if there's nba games on saturday and the game is a blowout well you have a bunch of really good college basketball games that you can flip to or that you can watch instead of mm -hmm. and you're watching high level basketball instead of a game that is over in the second quarter yeah 
I mean, I'll say this too, talking about like those. It's it's hard because there's such a discrepancy between like the good teams and the bad teams in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because it's like, hey, you have a game where I mean, you have the Celtics playing whoever, and the Celtics are either up potentially by thirty. Or they're down by 30, and guess what? Their starters don't even play the second half. Right. And it's like, it's like even games that are important, you never know what's going to happen in the NBA. Like the teams go cold shooting. And even in big games, well, we're down by 18 and we play tomorrow. Well, we're sitting our guys. Yeah. And so it's like you look at college basketball, they'll never have games where they go back-to-back. And these kids, like, it doesn't matter if they're up 15 or whatever. They're just going to keep playing. Right. I mean, there obviously gets to a point in the time of the game. But if with 10 minutes left and they're down 15, they're still playing their main guys. I mean, mm-hmm. there's still a chance, and these kids want to play. So it's like that's the difference, too, with these college games is there might seem like blowouts, but in reality, I mean, you're still getting the full amount of minutes. Whereas yep, in for the NBA, part. it just makes it so hard because, you, like you said, you never know right. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Uh, the last thing i want to ask you about for mm-hmm. college basketball mm-hmm. so kansas state played kansas on monday um and kansas state was at home they beat kansas so uh their their big thing was so i believe uh and i mean feel free to fact check me or whatnot but i believe kansas state beat kansas last year as well okay um at home you say at home because yep. they'll play twice yes okay I would assume that that would be the rivalry week game. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so um, last year, their coach, Kansas State's coach, Jerome Tang, apparently he told them, he he told the crowd, he was like, hey, you guys can have this one court storming, right? Because it's a big deal when you beat Kansas. I mean, Kansas has been at the top of the Big 12 for 15 years. Well, they're also always a team that it's like, they national champion potential. Yeah, they've won the conference literally 15 years in a row. But anyway, so he was apparently told the crowd, like, hey, you can have this one court storming this year, but after this, uh, like, no more. We don't do that. The expectation is that when other schools come here, then the expectation is that we're going to win. So, so they did beat him, 60 8382 last year. Okay, see home. there you go. So he is picturing it as hey, it's an expectation that we're going to win these types of games, so we don't need to storm the court. I mean, his reference was you don't see Duke storming the court ever. You don't see Kansas storming the court ever. You don't see North Carolina storming the court ever. And he's conveying the message that there's no reason that they can't be one of those teams either. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts on that? Do you agree with um, it, or do you think that there is a difference, and uh, depending on the year and the matchup, who they're playing, then uh, a court storming? Well, I think I happen. think it's one of those things where I don't I don't disagree with it, or I guess I could say I see what he's coming or where he's coming from with it. Mm-hmm. Like when you want to set the expectations that you're going to win, especially at home. Like last year, they were a very good team. I mean, yes. they went to, what, the Sweet 16 or something? I think they lost to FAU or something. Something like that, yeah. But, and I don't mind it, but you also have to realize, like, it's a rivalry game when you're playing this, like, in-state game mm. who's a team that always is projected super high. Like, if you're not ranked and they're ranked, I'm storming the court. I'm sorry. If you're ranked and they're ranked, okay, then it's a little different story. If you are not ranked and you just beat a top-five team in the nation, mm-hmm. storm the damn court. Make a point. Like, what are you trying to say? Like, oh, I get you expect to win those, but that doesn't mean you're going to go win them. Well, like, your kids just play. You know how exciting it is? Like, I can only picture back when, like, granted, we didn't, well, we never stormed the court in college, but, uh, but like, the Gopher football <laughs> game when we beat Penn State. No wins kids, like that. <laughs> and all uh, that big game against Penn State, and we beat them. For football? And, for football. And everyone stormed yeah. the court, and it was like the greatest thing. Storm Think about how cool it is to be a player and storm the freaking court. Like when you get people storming the court. There's no way you can tell me that players don't enjoy when their fans come on the court like that. Yeah, cause That is the biggest... I don't want to say this because I'm not swearing though, but the biggest FU moment to the other team. Like, hey, we're here. Cool. Storm the freaking court. It's a rivalry game in conference. And I, no offense, I think Jerome Tang's whack. You do? I think he's a whack coach. I think the stuff he Why? started to do is whack. First of all, you accuse another team with no basis on it and then it falls through. And now you're saying don't... 
Fans, I know you just came and supported us. Thanks for supporting us. We will never storm the court at home. Come on. Dude, you just want a huge game, man. Come on. Let, let the kids have fun. These are college kids. Some I of mean, them are probably been day drinking. Let have fun. Probably. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, it was, I guess it was Monday. So probably, uh, probably yeah. yeah. Dude, hey, say it ain't so. I mean. So, I mean, that's my take. I think I think just let the kids have fun. Why do you think it's okay? I, I like the expectation. Don't get me wrong. The expectation of setting a standard and being like, hey, we expect to win these games. But also at the same time, like, dude, your team just played their butts off. They beat a great team. Enjoy yeah. It. It's hard because, like, you don't want them doing it every time you 100%. beat a top 25 team at home. Right. And so it's hard to delineate, like, these are the times when it's okay. These are the times when it's not. Yeah. You know, like, what's the difference between beating a top five team at home versus, like, the number 11 team at home? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's So it's it's probably much easier for him to say, no, we don't want to, like, we don't want that at all. Yeah. Rather than, okay, every time we beat a top 25 team and we're not ranked, then it's okay to storm the court. Yeah, then it gets excessive. I guess, you know? I guess so, it's hard to have those parameters, but especially exactly. an in-state rivalry game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's hard to convey a message yeah. and, and be like, okay, this is when we do it, this is when we don't. But then, like, well, if we're not ranked, then it's okay if they're not as good yeah. at home. That's but... True. Or if we're like number twenty-five and Kansas is number one and it's at home, then because it's in state rivalry, then we can do it. Like, it's probably it's much easier for him to just say no, nope, we're, not we're not doing it at all. Yeah. Or yes, we're doing it for all of them, and then that just gets annoying. Yeah, you know. So okay. like, I understand where he's coming from, and that's so. Do you think do you think they should like people should storm court? Like hypothetically speaking, if the Gophers beat, I don't think they pay, play Purdue at home this year, but. If they play Purdue at home, I think that that's worthy. That okay. Yes. Do you? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, if the yeah. Gophers win games, we should storm the court every time. That would be like if we beat Wisconsin, though. Oh yeah. Because we were very close to they oh, were they were at a top ten, around Do you think we around stormed ten. If they, uh, I would say this: this is the hardest part about the Gophers. Yeah. Is the majority of Gopher fans are not students. Correct. So it's pretty hard. I don't know if parents storm. Yeah, I don't. I and mean, the barn I, is kind of a scary spot. You got the elevated thing. Yes. People are falling. People are. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we didn't beat them. So, yeah. there you go. All righty. Interesting. Let's move on to Super Bowl. Big game. Yeah, big, big it's, game. It's, it's called the big game. Or is uh, it called the game? No, the big game. The big game. Get, all right. Well, all the commercials are get ready for the big game. Get ready for the big game. Also, I will throw this out there. This is what we're going to talk about roundtable. So, I'll okay. bring it back up. Okay. Start us off, David. Okay. What do you think last year, how many people last year were predicted to bet on the Super Bowl alone? How many people? In the, yeah, in the United States. Um, I'm going to guess. This is all offline. I know it's very hard because no one knows if you have a group of 20 people that are all doing squares or all betting. Yeah. Right. But this is, pro- this is projected. Last year. 300 million. So that's almost, isn't that the population? Oh, okay. <laughs> just uh, United States. Let me guess. Let me guess again. <laughs> Every single person, whether you just were newborn, whether you're 80 years old, you are gambling on this game. Uh, 70 million. Okay, so it's 50 million. Dang it. All what right. do you think the total amount was? The total amount bet? Yeah. Um, 50 million. Like I said, this is hard because... Like, it's only, like, I guess this is from sports it's books. It's pure like, guess. Well, yeah, and it's not taking into account if you spend 20 bucks or uh, yeah, someone's house. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to guess two, uh, I'm going to guess $5 billion. $16 billion. Okay. This year, it's projected that there's going to be around 23, or... There's going to be 68 million people. So okay, it's getting so closer to your 300. In- increased... By 18 million people. 18 million people. It's increased by 7 billion. Around 23 billion. Billion with a B. Okay. So how do those numbers make sense? You're increasing by 18 million, but you're increasing by $7 billion. And yet, there's 38 states that allow sports betting, and Minnesota is not one of them. That is wild, dude. That's a lot of money that we're missing out on. I mean, that's just a... I mean, mean, think about that. Like, if you allow... Yeah, that's crazy. It's a lot of money that we're missing out on. But yeah, that's I just thought it was wild reading those numbers. I was like, dude, that's 
And that's, I mean, that's just a projection, but, like, you have to imagine everyone watching that game is pretty much betting on the game. Or some, like, if you're in a group of 10 people, at least half or more are betting on the game. In some realm. Because, I mean, you look at it, it's like, if you're in a group of 20 and all 20 people do squares, they're technically all betting on the game. Right. So. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Being passed around, baby. We like it. We like it. But, yes, it's the big game. For those who don't know, it's the 49ers versus the Chiefs. Yep. Um, and there's a huge, like, uh, have you seen the, um, what is it called? Like the theory of... 13? The 13? <laughs> yeah. We're I not going to get into that. Not, but I think because, it's on TikTok. Because plenty of other people have looked it up or have gone through it. So I don't feel like we need to go through it. No, but that's specifically. crazy. So if you're curious about conspiracy theories that's and the, words, yeah. the number of 13... Uh, and it's association with the game, then... Well, it's an association with one person. Look it up. Who's heavily involved in the game. Taylor Swift. Yes. Yeah. So It's kind of crazy. The Taylor Swift conspiracy th- theory of thir- number 13. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And how it's related to the Super Bowl. But, so do you think that that is going to translate to the Chiefs winning? Um, well, I, well I let's just not. jump to the chase. Do I, you do think? I think the Niners win. Really? I would put my money on that. Is that because your wife's a 49ers fan? No, that's or? not. I actually do think that the Niners are arguably have been the best team all year. And it would be kind of cool, you know. Would you just, argue that the Ravens were the best team? I would, there's an argument that the Ravens are. And you okay. could, I mean, here's the thing. And would you cool. argue that the Chiefs beat the Ravens? Well, that's not an argument. That was a fact. That is fact. But I'm not one of those guys that I'm not a guy that says, oh, we beat this team, so we're better. Like, are we better than the 49ers? Absolutely not. And we beat them. Well, the Ravens beat the 49ers. No, I, no, the Vikings, I'm saying. Like, this is what I'm saying. is You could go as far as that. Like, the Niners lost to the Vikings. Okay. Are the Vikings better than the Niners? No. So, I think the Chiefs are better than the Ravens because they beat them. Okay. But I will but say the this. Chiefs, but the Ravens beat the 49ers. Correct, but the Ravens are irrelevant. So, right then, now. technically, wouldn't the Chiefs be better than the 49ers? Wait, what? Or you're saying that that theory isn't... I'm saying correct. I don't believe in that theory. I'm okay. saying, based off of what I've seen, I think the Niners are the most complete team. I will say this. Okay. It is kind of crazy to see what Patrick Mahomes has been able to do with those players. I mean, if you look at the rosters, like mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, best running back in the league. Yep. You have Brandon Ayuk, very good running wide receiver. You could probably say top 20. Top 20. Debo Samuel. Probably top 20. Top 20. George mm-hmm. Kittle. Top five tight end. Top five, yeah. You have literally Trent Williams. Trent Williams. You have top a fantastic three. defense. You have Chase Young. You have Nick. I mean, these names are just crazy. Fred Warner, top one. Yeah, top one. So there Line, you go. Top one linebacker. Dre Greenlaw, very good. I mean, these guys are just better. I mean, but then you look at like the Chiefs and what they've been playing with. It's like I think Rasheed Rice is great, but like Travis Kelsey's coming along. But besides that, who? No offense, Kadarius Tony. I saw your interview. You are not very good. Pacheco is good. Pacheco is very good, but mm-hmm. when you're comparing the two head to head, yeah, it's crazy. But at the end of the day, you got Mahomes, baby. All you need is literally one of the best quarterbacks of all time. It's true, and I I think the reason though I actually will be cheering for the Niners is, I think they were actually one of my five teams I picked. They were both of these teams are. Oh, they're both. Okay, yes. so that's irrelevant. So but, you won that. But yeah. so I will say this. Good job. I think that might be the first one you've ever won. I think it is. I think that very much is. Yep. Um, but well, I will welcome say, to the game. Yeah, well, I'm happy to be here. You got <laughs> yeah. You got to play to be part of it. Um, I will say the slander that Brock Purdy has gotten by all these sports news people. Uh-huh. I think if he wins this game, it's finally like all right. I mean, even making it here, he should have already shut him up. But every single one of these guys, and don't get me wrong. Apples to apples, Patrick Mahomes is way better than Brock Purdy. But everyone is always like, oh, well, Brock Purdy's a system guy. Okay. Well, he was put in the right system. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Like, what are you complaining about? Right. Like, he's put in, he's doing well in the system he's put in. Maybe that's a coaching thing. Maybe every team should say, hey, we got to start doing the same system as the Niners. You can't, though. Because Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. He's a solid quarterback. Sure, does he have some growing pain? Sure. But they found a future guy and... He gets it to their playmakers, period. So that's why I do like the Niners. And also, Chiefs just won it. Yes, yeah, they did. They, they won, won it. They I won, won what, last the year? Ravens. Did they yeah. win last year? They did. Beat the Eagles. Uh, so what do you think is the – if the Chiefs win, what do you think is the number one reason why they win? Why they're able to overcome the Niners who are 
on paper the better team? Um, I think it'll be turnovers. And the reason I say that is the Niners... Because here's the thing about the Niners. Like, and just having their defense in fantasy football this year. Their defense mm-hmm. gives up a lot of stuff. Like, a lot of yards, a lot of points. Like, they play zone. And I know they have a great fo- front four, but they don't blitz. Right. And if you don't blitz and give Mahomes time, he's going to shred you apart. Mm-hmm. So, I think the turnovers come down to it. I think if Brock Purdy in the big game can play. I mean, we saw what happened when it was, what, Christmas night against the Ravens. He had, what, five picks? picks? So I don't know. I think the hard part is if you... Mahomes is no, known and can also yeah sorry Mahomes can come back come from behind. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if Brock Purdy necessarily has that in him. And Debo Samuel, I feel like gets hurt every game or has been playing every hurt. Game. So if he's hurt, it's a way different story. It's not good for them. No, and you got I mean Chris McCaffrey's elite, but I think it's just the turnovers come down to it. Also, crazy fact: Did you know that like the Chiefs, since they're the home team, get to practice like at the facility and yeah. The 49ers are at like UNLV. Explain that a little bit more. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it's about. I, all I know is so okay, if you're the so, home team, you get you get the yeah, like so, basically treated as the home team. So the Chiefs are considered the home team for the Super Bowl. Is that because why is that? Do we know? Uh because I believe it I don't know. I think it probably just alternates to be quite honest with you. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. So it uh so because they are the home team then they get to use the Raiders locker room. They get to practice at the Ra- Raiders facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there's other things that come with it. Yeah. And well, I mean, the facilities are just nice. I mean, they're way nicer. NFL yep. And then the 49ers are stuck practicing at UNLV, yep. which no shot at UNLV, but their, uh, their facilities are not the Las Vegas Raiders Correct. facilities. Correct. And their locker room is not the Las Vegas Raiders locker room. Right. So, I mean, when you so when you go on the road in the NFL, well, you only probably travel for you only travel the day before, right? So it's like you're not playing at other yeah, teams no, facilities. Okay. No, no, they're practicing up until and then Saturday they'll and they'll then. fly over on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, when I read that, I thought that was just crazy because I also saw something. I think that was like the. The NFL, apparently, like, the grass or the turf at UNLV is, like, not up to par with what the Niners want. So, they're, yeah. like shipping or they're doing something with the grass or... They said they're going to or... they're gonna keep practicing on it. Yeah. That's crazy. So, we'll see. Know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. All right, so... That was wild. So, if you think the 49ers are going to win... Mm-hmm why like what is the reason why they win i mean i know that you've said that they have the better team on paper but like what's the reason when the game comes around on sunday what's the reason like as the game goes what's that reason that they win um i'll say this i think the game will come down to one or two like a possession game so it won't be a blowout i hope it'll be close it'll be close but I, I do think at the end of the day, they just have... I mean, it's hard to argue they're playmakers. And I think when you have a guy in Christian McCaffrey or you have these playmakers, like, you get a few turnovers and then you make Patrick Mahomes throw it a lot. I mean, I know he's good, but you can really only do so much coming from behind. Like, they want to establish the run. They want a Pacheco to run the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. And they want to take time off the clock. Well, if they're behind, then you start throwing and then you put a lot of pressure. And Rasheed Rice got hurt last game, too. Yeah, he did. So I don't know. I think it, I think it's I I just think like I said. I mean, you can't. I just think they're a better team. I really don't have a rationale. I just think overall they're just a better team defensively. And I mean, I'll just stick at that. I think they're just overall. Like I said, it would have been just so much more exciting to watch the Ravens. But do you think Purdy gets MVP? I do. Or do you think McCaffrey does? I think Purdy does. I think it'll. I think it'll be very interesting. I don't know because I always think like. Most of these times, the, the, I feel like the quarterback always wins MVP. Most of the time, yeah. There's like, been a few. The Cooper, Cup, back, Cooper Cup yeah, won Cooper MVP. Cup. Um, but I'll say, like, I just think some, most of the time it's just like, oh, they won the game. Well, the quarterback had two touchdowns mm-hmm. and X amount of yards. and one It's tough for skilled players to win the MVP just because the quarterback is the one usually getting them the ball. Yeah. The only yeah. other person that gets the ball when the quarterback doesn't get stats is the running back. Right. 
Well, that's the thing. It's like almost like it has to be like potentially a low-scoring game, and the running back might have two touchdowns, and they score 17 points. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, then I'm going to give it to the running back. Yes. Yep. But I do think Purdy will win MVP if they win. Okay. When they win. Okay. So, who do you have? Are you a Chiefs guy? Uh, no, I think the 49ers are going to win. Okay. Rationale? Um... Because I think they're the complete team and they are going to control the game. I think the forty or the Chiefs will be able to move the ball. Mm-hmm. Um but I think overall the 49ers are going to control the game both offensively and defensively. So at okay. when push comes to shove, I think the 49ers defense will make enough plays against Mahomes. And I think the offense will control the game. I think the only aspect that the Chiefs have a substantial advantage is the kicking game. I think the 49ers kicker, whatever his name is, is dog Jake water. Moody. He is dog water, yeah. which is crazy because I'm he's pretty sure he's from Michigan. He was like the best kicker in college football. He's at a rough uh, playoffs, I believe. And if he and if he misses a few, <laughs> not good. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, you might get the Blair Walsh treatment. See you. Yeah, go be a realtor. Um, that's what Blair Walsh is doing. Not, that I know. Another joke. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This would be a good game, though. I mean, I think. I, what is the spread? One, one and a half. Two. I think it's. Uh, I think it's uh, a little bit more. A little bit more. Okay. Niners. I believe so. Yes. Okay. okay. I think it's like two. One and a half. One and a half. Okay. Yeah. I would take, yeah. I mean, 49ers, one and a half. What's the, um, what does that say for the over-under? The over-under is 47 and a half. I, I hope for points, but I mean, I've always hoped for points. but I hope for over, but realistically, I could see it being under. Yeah. Well, because, I like I said, I think if the Chiefs get ahead, their game plan is to just run the ball mm-hmm. and slow down the clock and... It's not a bad But idea. even so, the 49ers want to run the ball, too. Yeah. Hard part is with the 49ers is... 25-yard run. <laughs> you don't you don't control the clock too much when you got two 25-yard runs, and then it's like, oh, well, we're on the 15. <laughs> Might as well think and doink. But, yeah, it should be a good game. I mean, it should be exciting. It, I mean, I about this Las Vegas stadium, mm-hmm. there is a suite that you can rent or do whatever for $12 million. Is that the owner suite? I don't know, but it has it all. But, bro, could you imagine having $12 million to spend on a four-hour event? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Just that's have a, a party at your house. It's a lot of money. Just have a party. Well, even... Okay. I think tickets are now getting... I mean, and I get The tickets Bowl, for the Super Bowl are crazy. Tickets are ridiculous. It's such a bummer because then the actual fans that of the teams, like, can't they can't... You can't, aff- you can't afford that those tickets no, but the other the other thing that i think is funny is there's sweet like the sweet prices are crazy but the the typical sweet price is 2.5 million at i believe this place at yeah at the vegas stadium yeah and so i saw a video of everything that that includes like it, it has just like this full spread of food so it has like a certain type of nachos that's like like seafood nachos type of thing and then it has like wagyu uh oh yeah uh hot dog hot dog type of thing with with toppings and everything on it um you got uh just like a bunch of different things and in this video it showed like 10 to 15 separate like orders of it of each thing uh that come with this this 2.5 million dollar suite uh they have a full like private uh bar Bar, type of thing uh and in my head when i'm watching this video and they're showing all of this food and all of these uh like separate orders of the food in my head i'm thinking okay these people that are buying these 2.5 million dollar suites how many people do you think fit in a suite probably 12 to 20 okay somewhere in there okay i I would just ballpark it around 15 um in my head when i'm watching this video i'm thinking 
how many of these people are actually going to be eating this food? Like, they might just, like, nibble at it. Yeah. But I can just picture all of these sweets. The game ends, everybody leaves, and there is just mounds of food because none of them actually ate the food that was in there. They just wanted a private area that they weren't going to be bothered Mm -hmm. or a private area that they could all sit together. Like, I can just picture that, and it just doesn't, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I mean the wild thing is, is I feel like if you're gonna get your bang for your buck, granted, if you're gonna spend two million dollars, you don't really care. But if you're gonna get your bang for your buck, and the game's at five thirty, they better open that thing at like two, two thirty, and you better be able to eat what you want, drink what you want, do whatever you want. And I mean, I think I saw a video of them, and there's like, I mean, there's like a TV box that you can watch, like four TVs in a row on every single one of them. And Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, it's Vegas, but it's also just like. Like you said, the casual fan, I mean, granted, at this point also, I don't know if you would even want to do that because it just seems so hectic to get down there and hectic to watch. But it's just like crazy. It's like, dude, $2 million. And even and guess what? If you're eating all that food, you ain't watching the game. Right. Yeah. I think there's a statistic that like in NFL, the average game, there's a, the ball is in play. So there's actually something happening. For a total of like 18 minutes. Mm. Like 18 real minutes. Yeah. That's crazy. So you go to the bathroom and miss three minutes. You just missed the sixth of the game. Yeah. And you just paid two million. Not for good. That. Granted, That's you probably good. didn't pay. Somebody else probably paid for you, but. Yeah. I mean, that is just, to me, it's just, yeah, I just don't Stupid. get it. But I, it's never going to come down. It's just going to keep going higher. Right. So. Especially when you're in Vegas. That's why it's so high. Well, Vegas, I wonder what it was like when they were here. I feel like there's more casual fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I think too. I mean, it's gonna be a disaster. Joe Buck came out and said that like he's like I'm. I don't want to be down there. I don't want to go down there because something's gonna happen. It's Vegas. Like yeah, something big's gonna happen. And it's gonna be bad. Yeah, anything goes in Vegas. Yeah, so it's gonna be exciting. Any other final thoughts? No. Okay. No. Cool. Then we're moving on to Fave Four. Oh yeah. I'll I'll flip this time. Yeah. So rundown. Yeah, the topic for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we didn't talk about weather before, we're talking about it now, and it's been so nice, sun shining. Uh, I actually brought my windows down a little bit today. So, the uh, topic for Fave Four is songs to listen to with your windows down, springtime, the vibes are high. What song are you blasting in your car? Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy though? The last thing about the weather is okay. <laughs> like after tomorrow, I'm pretty sure it's like 30 again. It's going back down. Well, I like what we're at. What are we at? 45, 50? It's like 45, 50. Yeah. With the sun? Awesome. Yep. Tails. It is tails. It's tails. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, my first song is going to be Unwritten. Okay. Who sings that? Natasha Benningfield. Nice. All right. Oh, we're doing artists too because I don't know about some of these artists. Well, I think I think it, it will probably be helpful. Okay. I mean, hey, part of this is giving our opinion, Faye for, but then also it's giving the people songs to go search to into their yeah. Spotify yeah. or whatever and listen to. Yeah. Create so, a playlist. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. Eight songs. Natasha yeah, exactly. Benningfield, unwritten. All right. Uh, my number one is Every Time We Touch Cascada. Okay. That's number one. Uh, number two is going to be The Spins by Mac Miller. See, I, yeah. I don't really that know. is a absolute jam. Um, do you know that song? I do not. I actually don't really. The only song by Mac Miller I think I've heard is, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, okay. A terrible representation. Yep. Uh, All right. Anyways. My, uh, my second song is, um, Pompeii okay. by Bastille. Nice. And then uh, my third song. See, this is who I don't know the artist is. Um, what song? Happier. I think it's by Marshmallow. That is by Marshmallow. But I think it's, there's somebody else, too, the singer. Marshmallow's the beat guy. But Yeah, do you want to know who's, who sings it? Who sings it? Bastille. Oh, really? Uh, there we go. <laughs> Just give me the whole Bastille album. Yeah. I'll quits. But no, those are my two right there. Okay. Um, I'm going to do... I'm gonna do the thrill. Oh, Wiz by Wiz that Khalifa. 
That is one of the few rap songs I do know. Unreal song. That's what Snoop. That's what the isn't it? It's, uh, a few people on there. Yeah, I think so too. And my number four is Wait, going. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What three? This is your two and three dog. You've only given two. What? Oh no, you get four. That was my third. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. My four is going to be. I, th- I think I might have to switch up my order. What? From what I was planning. Oh. I'm gonna go. Starships by Nicki. Nicki Min- Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. That's actually super basic. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. That's Nicki though. Good job. Um, my last song I'm gonna go with uh, Chris Jansen. Good vibes. Country. Okay. I think Cruise is also an honorable mention. Yeah, I do think I think that's a strong honorable mention because I did think about that too. Uh, I mean, that is literally telling you to put your windows down. Yes, I'm surprised you didn't pick uh, Day Drunk. That's a great song too. Ah, that's more of yeah, that's more of a sitting in the backyard, feet up, playing darts, Uh, darts, and just. My honorable mention is Doses and Mimosas. Doses. So you went, yeah, straight raps. That is a So if you giant. pull up next to your mom, you're going to have to turn it down just a little bit. <laughs> Some of those. Maybe. Not Starship. Starships is good. Yeah, that's why. that. So my, my original fourth was Doses and Mimosas, but I flipped <laughs> it around and put Starships in there because I just had a change of heart. Yeah. So You just never know who you're going to pull All right, up next th- to. Run through your four. So Unwritten, Pompeii, Happier, Good Vibes. Okay, my four are every time we touch, the spins, the thrill, starships. There it is. There you have it. Let us know, people. Windows down. Episode twenty-five. It's in the books. Peace. See ya.